Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know, I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Bucs uh, get their butts handed to them tonight, 115-104 uh, to the Miami Heat. They have Bucks lose game one of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer here. You're there. Obviously want to hear from you uh, tonight after this one. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 105.7 FM, The Fan. We knew, we knew this was going to be a long series. And I think this just proved that it is going to be a long series. Definitely going to take your calls. We're going to go inside the box score like we always do. Dial it up, 414-799-1250. Let me first start by saying I'm not quite sure the Bucs can shoot the three ball as well as they did in the first half of that game consistently that good for the entire series. They shot 47% from three tonight as a team. That's a big number to try and duplicate for the rest of a series. So I'm not certain they can continue that path. I'm also... Not certain that they can only get 34 rebounds in a game for the rest of the series each game. Like, I, I just, I do not believe in my heart of hearts 
you're going to get drilled on the boards to that tone night in, night out. You get beat 46 to 34 on the boards, game in, game out, getting second second opportunity shots, them out hustling you for different balls, you're going to lose. Simple. You're going to lose the series. So either you figure it out and you figure out how to get these boards and get after it, or you play guys that do want to get after it. Simple. That's effort. That's that's all that is. Effort and intensity. Next, we talk and we talk about Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton this, Chris Middleton that. It's Chris Middleton's fault. Da-da-da-da-da. Chris Middleton better play better. Okay. Well, Chris Middleton played pretty good to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you could say maybe he disappeared a little bit there in the the third quarter, whatever. Okay. He had 28 points, folks. 12 of 24. 24 shots. He's not the reason they lost. Nope. You want to know the main reason why you lost? The main reason you lost is because your MVP didn't play like one. You lost... Because your MVP did not play like one. That's why you lost. Jimmy Butler looked like the MVP of this league tonight. Not Giannis. Not even close. That game got going down the stretch in the last few minutes, and Jimmy Butler said, give me the damn ball and get out of my way. Put that team on his back and ended it. Ended it. You are not going to win this series if Giannis doesn't play like an MVP. It's not happening. Just no chance. Nope, not happening. He has to play better. Has to play better. Because if he can't play better than what he did tonight, I'm fairly certain he will play better. But if he can only give you 18 on a given night against this defense of Miami, you're done. You can't rely on everybody else on this lineup to play this well. You can't rely on Chris Middleton to give you a 28 every night. That's just that's crazy. You can't rely on, on Brooke Lopez to give you a 24 every night. You're lucky that they did what they did to keep you in this game. He must play better. If he does not play better than this, they're going to get drilled. 12 shots? In 37 minutes, he only took 12 shots. you got to have more than 12 shots from him. Have to have it. Have to. 4 and 12 from the line, whatever. I don't even care about that. I really don't. Don't even care. I know a lot of people care about his free throws, missing free throws. I, who cares? Who cares? He did not look like an MVP. 18 points, 10 boards, 9 assists. He could have had a triple-double. It wouldn't have changed my stance. He got outplayed by Jimmy Butler. And it wasn't even close. 414-799-1250. Bart Winkler, you're going to hear him tomorrow morning from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Before that, Ryan Horvath with the Bart Winkler pregame show from 5 to 6. Bart Winkler this morning on his show, I was listening. He said, I'm not going to overreact to one game. Well, I'm not him. This is what I do. I overreact. I overreact everything in my life, not just basketball. The MVP of this league, back-to-back MVP of this league, must play better if they're going to have any chance of winning. 
period. Tyler and Mequon, you're next here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show on the fan. What's up, Tyler? Hey, Sparky. I think you're hitting it on the head. Um, it's hard to blame other guys when Middleton had the first half he did. Brooke Lopez and him kept us in it in the first half. I know you mentioned Giannis and not caring about his free throws, but even as a team, we, we missed 12 in an 11-point game. Um, turnovers, 19 for 28 points off of. That just it doesn't get it done. And I know we've been talking like we've been the best team in the regular season. You know, Bud doesn't change. He has a system. He's confident in that. But in the playoffs, that doesn't work. When you're running five out and it's get the ball to Giannis and watch him try and make a play against these good teams, I mean, you're just asking to get beat. I mean, we turn the ball over way too much. We're putting too I mean, like you say, Giannis has to play better. 18 points doesn't get it done, but – as a team and as a system, it just didn't look like we're the better team out there tonight. I didn't feel good about it coming into this game anyways, but like you say, Jimmy Butler took this game over, and we let him take it over. Yeah, absolutely you did. No question. And numerous times, Middleton tried to defend Jimmy Butler one-on-one. It's not happening. It's just not happening. He's going to do what he wants when he wants to do it. And when he gets into that mode, you better figure out a way to bring two and three guys at him and take your chances with everybody else making shots. Absolutely. We got a rebounded by 12 tonight. Yeah, I don't think that I don't I don't think that happens again. Thanks for the call. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I will. Maybe they'll get out rebounded again like this. I, that just If you watch the Bucks all year, they don't get out rebounded by 12 to anybody. That just doesn't happen. But but again, for me, Effort and intensity. Effort and intensity. Want it. That's it. You just got to want it. You got guys flying all over the floor and everything else, diving after loose balls. To me, on the glass, they were out hustling you. They were chasing down balls. They were playing harder. I thought, what do you think? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. At 105.7 FM, the fan, Vincent in Anaheim, Mr. Raptor himself, next on the Wendy's Big Show. What's up, Vincent? Hey, man, what's up, man? Hey, I know how it feels, man. My Raptors got slapped around like some punk the other day. And, and look, I'm keeping it real, though. The Bucks, they know Jimmy Butler is the, the playmaker. Why don't you double-team, triple-team him and make his teammates right. score? And I called the Lakers post-game show, too. When the Lakers lost game one in their, their series, I said, I need LeBron. I need, it. I need 30 points from LeBron. MVP Giannis, I need you to at least give me 25 points every game. No, period. no, 30. He averaged 30 in the regular 30. season. Do there what you, you did in the regular 30. season. Exactly, 30. So that's what I'm talking about, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because Giannis got to step up. Middleton did his thing, so nobody can make fun of him today. You know, or always on his back, you know. Right. Was, was, is Bledsoe injured? Is he sick? Yeah, he's got a sick? hamstring strain. Oh, okay. No wonder, because I say, hey, Bledsoe, you paying Bledsoe all that money. You better be in there. Yeah. No, right hamstring. It's just game one, but believe me, as a Raptor fan, I lost that bad. You guys, you guys almost won it. Could have won it. But you guys need to step up the defense on Jimmy Butler. Make his teammates. Uh, right, beat you. Game winners, man. Right. Just keep your heads up, man. Game one, it's all good. There you go, well, Vincent. You watch it. Game two, you better take it, all right? You know, I'm getting nervous because I want the Celtics to beat me. I, I can't root for no Celtics, I'm, man. I'm nervous myself. Thanks for the call, Vincent. Have a good night. I, yeah, man, I look. Said today on the Wendy's Big Show, I was nervous coming into this series. Ten bucks and seven? I'm nervous. I, I'm more nervous than I was before this game, watching this game. I, it's hard not to be nervous at this point. 
It really is. When the MVP, back-to-back MVP, and he will be back-to-back MVP, don't play like it? And the best guy on the other team looks like he should have been the MVP? Man, that, there is nothing good about that whatsoever. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. On the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. And see what your favorite players did in today's game. Presented by Autos Wine and Spirits. Locally owned, offering the widest selection of beer, wine, and liquor with everyday low prices at their seven Milwaukee locations. AutosWineAndSpirits.com. All right, Bucks lose 115-104 to the Miami Heat. Giannis tonight not playing like an MVP. 37 minutes, 6 of 12 from the floor, 2 of 5 from 3. 4 of 12 from the free throw line, 18 points, 10 boards, 9 assists, a steal, a block, 6 turnovers. Can't have that either. Chris Middleton, 37 minutes, 12 of 24 from the floor, 4 of 8 from 3, not a single free throw attempt. 28 points, 6 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 27 minutes, 8 of 10 from the floor, 4 of 6 from 3-point line, 4 of 4 from the line, 24 points, one board, one steal, two blocks, and one turnover. George Hill, 36 minutes tonight, two of five from the floor, one of three from three, three of five from the free throw line, eight points, four assists, one board, four turnovers for George Hill. Wes Matthews, 24 minutes, two of four from the line, two of three from three-point range, one of two from the line, seven points, one board, one steal, two blocks, and one turnover. Off the bench tonight, 25 minutes for Pat Connaughton. One of five from the floor, zero of three from three. Two points, six boards, one assist, and one turnover. 21 minutes for Marvin Williams, two of five from the field. He had five points, two boards, one assist, one steal, one block for Marvin Williams. 14 minutes for Dante DiVincenzo, zero of one from the floor, one of two from the line. One point, four boards, two assists, and one turnover. Frank Mason, the third play, two minutes, uh, didn't record a single stat uh, in that line. Kyle Korver, 16 minutes, four of nine from the floor, three of seven from three, 11 points, three boards, one block, one turnover, 49.3% for the Milwaukee Bucks, 46.4% for the Miami Heat, three-point shooting, 45.7% for the Bucks on 16 of 35 shooting compared to 12 of 31 for the Miami Heat. Free throws, 14 of 26 for the Bucks, 25 of 27 for the Miami Heat and rebounds, Bucks get hammered there, forty-six to thirty-four. Turnovers, nineteen for the Bucks, sixteen for the Heat. As turnovers continue to be a problem for the Milwaukee Bucks. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at one zero five seven FM. The Fam. Mike in Greenfield. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. Steve, uh, your point on. Um, I haven't seen you this excited. In a while, and uh, I just can't understand it, but I'm trying to, well, as you know, I, at my age, I need to stay calm. When I, the game started, I'm sitting with my brother-in-law watching it, and Middleton is hitting, and I'm thinking, man, the Bucks are finally clicking. Things are looking good. And then the second quarter came, and they started throwing the ball away, and they are not going to beat quality teams. I, I'm just hoping that this game was, uh, I don't know, Giannis has to do better. And uh, I don't know, maybe because his son was in the stands. I don't know. But uh, I guess I thought I had a lot to say. But I'm trying to not get excited. 
but uh, uh, they gotta just they gotta step it up, and they haven't played well since they've been in the bubble. So, um, well, have a good night, and let's hope it gets better. Take care, Mike. Thanks for the call. If you want it to get better, then Giannis has to play better. Plain and simple, just have to play better. If Jimmy Butler's going to do that, then Giannis has to do something close to it. He was 12 points under his average for the year. 12. Not three, not four, not five, 12. You aren't going to win this series if he averages 18 points a night. Mary Mitch Ross, other side of the glass, answering your calls tonight. And we'll get the postgame presser from Mike Budenholzer as well coming up uh, in just a little bit. Uh, let's give you a, a quick injury report here. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, injury report here, and uh, Eric Bledsoe, right hamstring, did not play today, was watching from the sidelines. We'll see if he plays on Wednesday. That is the next time they will play, 5.30 tip time on Wednesday as well. We'll be right back here, do this all over again. It's every other day as a schedule for the Bucks. So they play Wednesday, they play Friday, they play Sunday, they play Tuesday. So you can just pretty much lock it in that they're going to be playing every other day. Now, the one thing we don't know is how times will change uh, for the games here as we move forward. That's the one thing we still have to wait to to find out. Mike said, us. Most worked up you've been in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, you could ask Mary Mitch. I was sitting here cool as a cucumber watching this game. Just slowly boiling. A little bit of a simmer. Getting more and more upset. Mayor Mitch, he, he was the one on the other side of the glass. Just fuming mad. Just every five seconds just going crazy. That's why I love working with him. Because he is a passionate Bucks fan. I get old now, and I get worried that I'm, I'm I don't want to die in a, in a Bucks post game show. So I got to try and maintain my composure. I'm not a young whippersnapper like Mayor Mitch over there. I I get too worked up. I may just fall over, and then Mitch will have to finish the show without me. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to Ram on the North Side. You're next here on the Biggest A Pro Hoops post game show. What's up, Ram? Well, Sparky. What? I told you that Butler is all star. No fooling. We all know he's an all-star, man. That's not breaking news. It's it's, it's, it's just not that. He's a clutch guy. He's a clutch guy. Sure he is. Has been his whole career. And what I saw, look, I keep telling you, we don't have no backcourt, man. We got nothing from our guards, man. Nothing. Well, without Bledsoe, you should have known that going in. Well, Bledsoe played against him the last game, and the result was the same. They shut Giannis down. I told you they were going to do that. They they, they said we won't. They can't win this series if he averages 18. They can't yeah. win the series if he averages 18. Oh, oh, no. It's just they, that simple. They well, can't do it. They're saying we want somebody else to beat us. Right. So Middleton had a good game, but the problem is he cannot contain Jimmy Butler. That is a horrible matchup. They got to do something about that, or else Butler going to get another 40 ball. Get, and then you got to look at Drogic. We forget about him. He's a killer. So it wasn't a lot of pressure on, on Hero and Nunn and all those guys because you got two veterans. And then I'll, you got to get credit to Eric Spolster. They play some hell of a defense. They, I mean, both teams are playing some good defense, but the question is, Sparky, who is our closer? It has to be Giannis. Uh, 
I understand your. I understand. I I I don't care. I don't care. Do not care about the free throws. You have to take more than twelve shots if you're the MVP. He was giving the ball up. I know that. That's my problem. The free throws. You're not going to fix his free throws. But his only taking twelve shots. That can be fixed. Giannis is playing scared. Fine, whatever, but it's got to change. I don't disagree with you, but it's got to change, Ram. Thanks for the call. Me and him could go back and forth all night. Listen, you're not going to fix him becoming a better free throw shooter in this series. To waste energy and have conversations about, well, he's got to make more free throws. No fooling. You don't think he knows that? You don't think the staff knows that? You don't think other players on his team know that? We all know that. Everybody in the free world knows he's got to make more free throws. That's not the issue. The issue is he took 12 shots. 12. That's all. Ram said he played scared. Whatever. Timid, scared, figure out whatever words you want to use. But he wasn't going at him. Bam, ran him over a couple times. It was, oh, well. Can't have it. Cannot have it. He has to be aggressive for four quarters. Has to happen. And I'll tell you something else. These fouls, referees, yeah, maybe it wasn't in your favor tonight. Maybe not. Fine. You played 37 minutes and took 12 shots. That's just not going to work. I understand Middleton took 24. I get it. And he was feeling it. But you're still the MVP. That doesn't mean you just stopped shooting because Chris Middleton is feeling it. That's not how this works. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Tweet us at one zero five seven FM. The fans still plenty of room for you if you're on hold. We'll get to you coming up next. Bucks lose as you probably have figured out by now with all my yelling. One fifteen to one zero four. That is the Pick a Pro Hoops post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz and Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios here on the Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. All right, so the Bucs come up on a losing end tonight to the Miami Heat in the semifinals. Game one of the semifinals. Game two comes up on Wednesday, same bad time. I'll be right back here after that one. 115-104, Heat over the Bucks. 28 for Middleton, 24 for Brooke Lopez, 18, 10, and 9 for Giannis. Meanwhile, if we look over at the Miami box score, 40 points for Jimmy Butler. 40. 13 of 20 shooting, 12 of 13 from the line. Bam Adebayo, 12 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists, couple of steals, couple of turnovers. Goran Dragic, who kills this Bucks team, talked about it on the big show. 27 points, 7 of 7 from the line, 2 of 5 from 3, 9 of 15 from the floor, 6 boards, 5 assists, a steal, 2 turnovers for Dragic. Tyler Hero, the Whitnell native, hit a big 3 down the stretch there, uh, but really wasn't that big of a factor. Uh, 11 points. Uh, for Tyler here on three of eleven shooting, all threes, uh, all three shots made were threes. Three of six from three point range. One fifteen, one hundred four heat over the Milwaukee Bucks. I put this one on Giannis. That's where I'm at. Where are you putting the blame on this one? 
for as a Bucks fan. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057 uh, FM the fan. And I'll tell you this much, ain't no, it's not Chris Middleton. Everybody wants to go rail on Chris Middleton every game. Can't do it this game. Dave and Racine, you're next uh, on the Pickett Safe Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What's up, All Dave? Right, hey, Sparky. Um, Giannis wasn't any good because he was triple teamed. Why was he triple teamed? Because the Bucks basic, they're offensive. It doesn't work when their screens they set are horrible. Every team knows it. Another thing on defense. Can you explain something what? to me? Hold on one second. Yeah, hold, hold on. Every team knows it. Then how do they lead the league in wins? Uh, because their 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 players are better. But Miami's got some great players. They got very offensive good players. Set. Yes, their offensive set is great. Their defense, they can just set back. They know how the Bucks are so weak on their screens, so they're just like playing a zone almost. That's why the yep. Bucks have to fight for every shot that they make. Yep. And the one thing that the Bucks, uh, you look at the other side of the floor, the one thing the Bucks defense has done well all year is what? Stop people from scoring in the paint. And tonight, Miami got oh, to the rim whenever they wanted, all yeah, you know night long. And the thing is, when West Wes Matthews is a great defender, he even messed up Butler quite a few times in the game. Where was he at the, towards the end of the game? Watch it. Why didn't they put him on him? He's yeah. a great defender. Yep. He can stop him. So if, if people listen to me, I don't, a 66-year-old man still playing basketball organized. Dude, that's good stuff. Um, you keep it up, man. I hope I can still do that stuff at 66. Up, man. Just take time. Hey, buddy, take care. Have a good night. Hey, hey, you too, brother. See yeah, you. take on. care. That's the thing, though. If Jimmy Butler, now, now, t- tell me if anybody else feels me on this. If Jimmy Butler's going to be that guy at the end of the game, right? They determine Jimmy Butler is going to take this over. Why wouldn't you attempt at some point, maybe I'm crazy, to put Giannis on him? Why in the last three, four minutes, if you're Bud, wouldn't you go, you know what? Giannis, you guard him. You guard him. Enough. I've seen enough. I know you got three fouls. I don't care. You guard them. You've seen other great players step up, even though it wasn't their guy, and say, I got him. I'm sick of watching him score. I'll stop him myself. You've seen it. Didn't see it from Giannis. Didn't see it from the Bucs tonight. If this happens again, where you're in an end-of-game situation in a tight game, and you're in the last three minutes or so, and Jimmy Butler's having his way again, Giannis either A, better say, I got this dude, enough. Or Bud better say, Giannis, go get that dude. One of those two things better happen. Okay, Giannis, you only got 18, fine. Well, then go slow him down and don't let him win this game at the end. Neither happened. He didn't score, Giannis, and he never even got put on Jimmy Butler to try and slow him down. Clearly, there was hardly anybody else that could do anything with Jimmy Butler. Went where he wanted to go, when he wanted to go. Again, Bart Winkler tomorrow morning, 6 to 10, will not overreact. I am here now, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, and this is what I do. Sorry. Mike, Southside, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What's up, Mike? Hey, Spark. Yeah, I guess my wish list at a big show earlier didn't come true. Asking Middleton or Bledsoe to step up. Uh, this is going to be out of left field. Do you think they missed? Uh, Malcolm Brogdon at all? If you have Malcolm Brogdon, you'd be better? Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you'd be a little bit better, I guess. Sure. I mean, I, I don't yeah. – I, 
I don't know necessarily well, if it helps you win this series anymore, having him or not having him, but it probably helps. Yeah, but but either I'll, way, I'll you, still need, you still need more ahead. than 18 points from Giannis. You still need somebody to defend Jimmy Butler. Exactly. And Malcolm Brogdon is not defending Jimmy Butler. So well, that wouldn't have helped. That gets to my last question is uh, Miami, All the, I think that Spolstra is a good coach. He put the Toronto tapes in and said, this is how we – I keep saying formula. You frustrate Giannis. They're not worried about anyone else because everybody else has been nothing. And if they go down too all, I got my uh, heart doctor's number. No, they not again, Mike. Don't say it. that. No, no, no. No more heart attacks. We're not doing this again. No, no, okay. no. No. Well, I, I'm kind of worried about you. If it happens again, oh, I'm not going to have a heart attack. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'll, okay. I'll be fine. Mike, thanks for the call. You're my brother. I worry. I got you. I got All right, you. Bro. All right. Take care. Yeah. Don't, no, I'm fine. I'm a little worked up. Yeah. You know I'm worked up. Hard not to be. It really is. Because th- this is, a, again, a scenario which you knew was going to happen. Like, you could see it coming. That Guys, you know Jimmy Butler is going to go try and be that guy down the stretch. You knew it was coming. And what did you do to stop it? What? What did they do? I did not. Did not see Giannis just decided he wasn't going to take any more shots. That, nope. Didn't see him just going and crawling up in the fetal in the corner. Didn't see that one coming. Gotta say, 12 shots. Did not see that one coming. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. See Sparky Fiber with you. Bucks lose 115 to 104. We broadcast live from the Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Mary Mitch Ross producing tonight, like always. We'll get back to more of your calls. Defensive play of the game in this Bucks loss. A great play by Giannis. NBA restart has felt different. Oh, Butler turned back by Adedokumbo. That is that all-league defense as Middleton fills up a three. Well, that's what Milwaukee wants to do. Off of their defense, push the ball, and get quick buckets. Highlight of TNT, Stan Van Gundy there on the uh, analysis, and that block was Giannis blocking Jimmy Butler going up for a dunk. Just an excellent block earlier in that game by Giannis, uh, your defensive play of the game. Charles, south side, you're next on the fan. Good evening, Charles. Hey, Charles. I mean, uh, sorry, first time on the radio, but I just want to know uh, if the Bucks are, Bucks are jacking threes, they're two for 12, why does Budenholzer say let it fly it's not working when they take it to the paint no one can stop them well the the reason is is because they don't believe in mid-range shots they don't believe in uh you know 15 16 foot shots they believe in shooting the three 
uh, and a lot of threes at that, or going to the rim, like you said, for certain. No question. Bucks shot very, very well from three-point range tonight. They shot 45.5%. Bucks will take that every day of the year if they can get it. Yeah, today's game was good. And one quick one. Uh, like, the way last year Toronto triple-teamed Giannis, he was kicking it, no one was hitting. Why not let the guards bring it up and Giannis post? Who can hold him down there? They you don't. Know? They don't ever run him in the post. It just never. That's just it never happened. It was working last year with Toronto doing the same thing and they didn't change it up. Correct. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. It's the same thing as what happened with Toronto. Exactly. One hundred percent. Yes. I'm telling everyone like they learned their lesson last year. No. Nope. We got it this year, but scaring me. I mean, I got faith, but uh, I hear it's you. Frustrating. I'm hearing you. Thanks for the calls. Give me a seven game series, folks. I, I just. I just because they win game one does not mean they're going to you know sweep the Bucks or win in five or anything crazy like that. Bucks are going to get a couple games in this series. They're going to. There's going to be a game or two in here where the Bucks are red hot, hopefully, and the Heat aren't, and you'll be able to capitalize that. There's going to be a couple games in here, hopefully. I'm just wishing on a prayer at this point, but hopefully there'll be a couple games in here where Giannis goes off and has a big game, and Jimmy Butler has an off game, hopefully. That's what that's what you're really looking at at this point. JRH3 tweets at the fan. Bye bye, cash and bled. Total total overhaul in the offseason. The Heat are the better team. The Bucks are not deep enough, physical enough, or good enough in the clutch. Series over. One more chance next year with 34. Better get on the horn, Horst. That's from JRH3 tweeting at 1057 FM. The fan. I'm not willing to go that crazy. I mean, you're, you're taking a big leap. First of all, let's say they lose the series, if that were to happen. They're stuck with what they got. I mean, I, I hate to break the news to you, but they, they, Bledsoe and Middleton are here. Like, I, I don't... If they could trade Middleton, then that is full-on rebuild is coming. Shed that salary, get back expirings, and try and move on and go full rebuild in anticipation that Giannis leaves, if that's what they do. But if they get bounced here in the second round, and let's say Giannis doesn't sign the extension, that's they're going to replay, you know, replace maybe a couple of the parts on the bench and stuff like they did last year and this year, and that'll be about it. And Budenholzer will be on notice at that point of, hey, if y'all don't win a championship this year and he leaves, you're going to, bye-bye. That's how it's going to play. But again, we're not far enough along, I don't think, to be having that conversation. It's one game, and they're down one nothing. No big deal. Remember, they lost to Orlando to start that series. Trail Northside, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Good evening, Trail. Sparky, calm down, man. No. Just, just relax, Sparky. No. Relax, man. No. There's no Sparky madness tonight. No yeah, Sparky Sparky's madness. mad tonight. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Calm down. Sparky, listen. I know, I know you said Giannis, he's going to play better. I'm not worried about that. But this is the whole thing, though. This is the model to beat the Bucks. You clog the lane. You you make lines, try to drive anywhere. You get the referees to call these uh, fouls against him, get him in foul trouble. You get in his head a little bit. And then the Bucks don't have enough shot makers. That's what it comes down to. Chris Milton had a, a pretty good game at night, even though a very good half, game. he was pretty good. His second half, he was pretty quiet. Yeah, but you can't expect him to score 28 every game? No, you, that's why I said he had a good game because his final total or tally of points, but he had, what, 22? I think he had like 19 in the first half, I think, so 19 nine in the, the second half. half, yeah. 
So uh, the thing is that it's going to come down to coaching. Even though they didn't, they didn't lose because of coaching tonight because I think they turned the ball over too much and their defense wasn't up to par when they needed to stop. They, Miami scored too many points in the paint, something the Bucks are supposed to be uh, really good at. I think at the end of the day, uh, Miami, uh, the Bucks are going to win this series in five or six games because at the end of the day, the referees aren't going to be calling all those fouls, hopefully, against Giannis uh, going forward in every game in the series. Because people are going to flop and frail and uh, move all around and get him in foul trouble. Sure are. If you take him out the game, the Bucks don't have enough shot makers to really, you know what I'm saying, keep them going like they need to. And that was the problem last year, and we've seen it again, a glimpse of it this year. But I just don't think at the end of the day, and I did bet money on this series, so of course I'm speaking from that angle. But I don't think Miami is going to have enough. Uh, for the Bucks, once once uh, the Bucks go into that gear next game, now if the Bucks lose the next game, I will be freaking out. I will call back in if they lose the next game, but I don't think that's going to happen. Next I game is Wednesday gonna, night, so we shall see. They're going to they're gonna turn the series around Wednesday night. And Can I ask you a question, Trell? Answer me this. Answer me this. Well, how do they win the next game? What's going to change? Well, they, they, you know how they're going to win the next game. They won't have as many turnovers, and then Giannis is going turnovers to have, have been an issue since they got into the bubble. That's in the bubble, but they're really not. They haven't. This is something that's happened to the bubble. They really haven't been a high turnover team. But Patrell, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go back to the Orlando series. Boonholzer got asked about the turnovers in the Orlando series, the high turnovers, and he said, "Well, you know, if our offense is clicking, we're passing the ball, and it happens." That's pretty much okay, you know. If we make a, a a dumb play or whatever, then I have a problem with it. But if it's cool, if it's because of passing it around the offensive end, you know, I'm, I'm willing to live with that. He doesn't sound all that concerned about turnovers. He really doesn't. He hasn't the whole time they've been down there. Well, he's always he's he's just a, he's not concerned about a whole lot, Sparky. He thinks that uh that five uh, that what is it four four uh, that offense that he has. He doesn't have to make any adjustments. You're right. Come on. Yep. I mean, same thing happened last year. You're telling me over the whole offseason and coming into this whole year that they played before the COVID came, you didn't come up with nothing that you're going to be ready for this because he, you knew this was coming. He reminds on, me of he reminds coming. me of Bo Ryan. Like, I'm going to run my stuff. And I agree with And you. I don't care who we're against. We're running my stuff. I'm not – and Bo was defensively. We refused to play zone defense. That cost him a couple of tournament games. Refused to play zone defense. I'm only playing man. These are my principles. Okay, fine. Then you're going to live and die with your principles. Good for you. But in this situation, if you're going to live and die with the same crap we walked through last year and everybody criticizing you as a coach for not doing anything, how do you not put Giannis on Jimmy Butler in the last two or three minutes after Butler was owning everybody he was going against? It wasn't like Giannis was doing anything offensively anyhow. Yeah, that's true. But, but Parker, you said that Giannis not doing anything. But uh, I'm telling you, if, if it were to happen and they lose this series, I'm not so sure he's going to sign back here. It's going that's to. All I'm going to say. I don't disagree. It's it's. Uh, that's why I said today on the big show, this is an organization type changing series. If they screw this series up and lose it, it could have huge impacts for the next ten to fifteen years of this organization. Yeah. It really yeah. could. And people think I'm overstating it, but I don't think I am. Thanks for the call. I really do. And that is probably why I'm so emotional right now because I realize how big this is. If they lose the Eastern Conference Finals. I still think everything is fine. They lose this one, I, but we don't know. Obviously, we're not Giannis, but based on everything that everybody's been talking about around him, 
even Eric named when I brought it up the one time about second round. He said, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen if they lose a second round, but they won't lose a second round. This was a month or two ago. Come on, man. Matt Velasquez, the Milwaukee Journal Sun, will be joining us in a little bit. Hey, when the Bucks win, you win. They didn't win today, but hopefully they'll win Wednesday. Uh, you can win with Wendy's new breakfast. When the Bucks win, stop by any participating Wisconsin Wendy's for a free sausage or bacon biscuit or a free small frosty chino with any breakfast purchase. This offer is only good for 24 hours after each Bucks win, so you have to act fast. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. I think that is where I'm going for dinner tonight because I still am not eating dinner. I think I'll be driving through the Oak Creek location at some point tonight after postgame show. All right, we'll hear from Coach Boonholzer. We'll hear from Chris Middleton. Might get a little Giannis in. All of that coming up straight ahead here on the Pick and Save Pro Who's postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North as the Bucks come up on the losing end tonight to the Miami Heat, 115-104. to 104. Did that really just happen? It's time for the Are you kidding me? Moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end tonight to the Orlando Magic. No, I'm just joking. It's a Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler absolutely just killed him. 40 points, 13-20 shooting, 12-13 from the free throw line, 2-2 two two from 3, 115-104 is the final. The are you kidding me moment of the game was the Bucks did nothing to slow Jimmy Butler down in the last three or four minutes of this game. Nothing. Didn't put Giannis on him. Didn't run a bunch of dudes at him. Forced him to pass the ball. Nothing. Just straight up, let's see what happens. That's what they did. Now, good news. What I would love to hear Giannis say at some point, which probably won't happen, listen to what Jimmy Butler had to say after this game. I mean, say what you will, but I told my teammates I probably wasn't going to pass the ball. I made a couple shots, and they said, you know, that, that's fine with me. Um, I don't know if it'll be like that next game. I hope Tyler's the one that's in a position. He he feels that the rim is just so big that he can't miss, or Gorn, or Bam. Um, we got. I'm telling you, we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of guys, and guys are so comfortable, so confident. We're we're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Lou said, "I may not pass the ball again. I'm feeling it, and I'm going. That's that." Feeling it, I'm going. See, and, and that's the type of stuff you want Giannis to feel like, right? You want him to be in that position, to let him go be that guy. Instead, he takes 12 shots. I mean, I, it's just completely crazy to me that we're even talking about this. That should not have been the conversation. If they were going to lose this game, okay, they got red hot from outside hitting threes. Fine. Middleton maybe didn't have a great game. Okay. Some role player that you wouldn't expect to have a big game went off and had a big game. Okay. But it shouldn't be because your MVP only took 12 shots and wasn't a factor. That should not have been the conversation of this game. And don't come at me with his missed free throws. I don't care about him. Call up Bart. Call up Ryan Horvath from 5-6. to six, Complain to them about his missed free throws. If he doesn't take more than 12 shots, free throws don't mean anything. Let's hear uh, from Coach Boonholzer after this loss. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com 
or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks come up on the losing end, as we said, 115-104. to 104. C. Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Mayor Mitch Ross, other side of the glass, producing today's show. Let's hear what uh, Coach Budenholzer had to say after this one. I can hear you, Eric, yes. Cool. Can, can you just kind of speak to the toughness of this Miami team and kind of what they did to key in on Giannis tonight? Can you kind of speak to, the, to their toughness a little bit? Yeah, they're, they're a good team. Uh, they work hard defensively. Uh, they threw a lot at him, and, um, you know, we've got to be better, um, you know, around Giannis. Uh, we got to execute a little bit better and make a few more plays. Eric, name? Uh, what was the thought process on Jimmy late? I know Wesley had taken him for a long period of time during that game, and then Wesley wasn't in late. And I'm just curious what you were guys, uh, what you thought you guys did defensively against Jimmy? Well, I think mostly credit to Jimmy. I thought he hit, you know, several, um, if not all of the shots he made were tough shots. Um, he's capable. Um, give him credit. He made them. Um, but overall, the defense, um, you know, while we can always be better, I think it was a case of him making tough shots. And then with Giannis, is is there a desire to have him go downhill more? I know we always talk about making the right play and kind of seeing the defense, but just what do you see from him from a, an aggressiveness standpoint? Oh, no, I thought he was very aggressive. You know, I think he's got nine or ten assists. I think he's making the right play a lot of times. Um, you know, so he's got to continue to trust the past. Uh, trust the pass. We got to continue to, you know, play off the pass and drive and shoot and kick and play with each other. And um, you know, so I thought, you know, his aggressiveness and his ability to uh, to share with his team was was uh, very good. Lori Nickel. Hi, Coach. How have you helped Giannis in the past with free throw shooting when he's had little stretches like this? And would you maybe repeat anything like that now? I mean, Giannis is just a worker, you know, so I think, you know, he'll get in the gym. Um, he's just got to stick with his, with his routine, stick with what he's been doing, um, you know, continue to have a lot of confidence and continue to attack, continue to get to the free throw line. Um, you know, he's going to make them. Um, we have total faith in him and, um, you know, he's going to continue to be aggressive and, and uh, he'll continue to work in, in the, you know, between now and the game and be prepared. Do you ever notice that his confidence dips in this area? Usually he's very confident in everything. Is that, that ever been an issue? When No, I mean, he, yeah. he puts okay. a ton of time in. He believes in himself. Um, you know, he's he's going to be good. He's going to come good. Steve McGargy. Y'all have done such a good job all year of keeping teams from scoring in the paint. Just how were they able to be as successful as they were attacking the paint and also – the rebounding differential, how are they kind of able to out-rebound you the way they did tonight? Uh, you know, I think some of it was just one-on-one. -on -one. You know, we'll have to go back and look at the film and see, um, you know, if and when and how they were getting to the paint. And, uh, you know, they, they crash uh, the, the boards. You know, their wings crashed. Um, you know, Bam can come from space and become a, an offensive rebounder from space. And so you got to get hits on them. you got to be active. you got to go get the ball. Um, so, you know, Credit to them and their effort, and you know, we've got to be as good or better, um, you know, taking care of the boards and taking care of the paint. King Pittman. 
Hey, bud. Uh, we spoke about um, turnovers a little bit just the last few weeks. Maybe in the second quarter, I think it was, it felt like they were able to sort of just keep the offense ticking over by scoring off turnovers. What did you think about the offensive execution and how you guys took care of the ball tonight? Yeah, I think, like you said, there was a stretch in the second quarter where, you know, I think both teams defensively for parts of the game were making it really hard and, and our defense was, you know, good for, for a big stretch. And then, you know, they turned it, uh, they turned some turnovers into some easy baskets, were able to close the lead. And, you know, it was a pretty tight game from there on. So, you know, we'll have to look at the turnovers and see how they happen um, and clean it up and, and, you know, just play better, uh, play stronger with the ball. Uh, last one, back to Eric Name. Uh, obviously, Eric being out is a big part of it, but what did you see from Dragic in the way that uh, he is one of those few players that really likes being in that mid-range area? Just what do you think you can do better against him? Yeah, you know, we'll have to look at the film, but, um, you know, he's a good player. Uh, there's a lot of things you got to be aware of with him. I think, um, you know, staying down on his pump fakes, keeping him off the free throw line was an area where, um, you know, I think we limited that. Um, and we just got to continue to work on him, make him uncomfortable, make them uncomfortable, and and be a little bit better uh, going into game two. I, uh, I don't think I liked any answer in that entire press conference. I, I don't think I liked anything. First, they ask him about Giannis. And he says, well, you know, we got to be better around Giannis. We have to make better plays around Giannis. Okay, so he bailed out Giannis there. Then Eric Name asked him about him going downhill, attacking more. Well, no, I, I thought he did well passing out of it uh, and, and letting other guys make those opportunities. So he wasn't about to have any type of criticism of Giannis. That wasn't even going to happen. Then they asked him about Jimmy Butler, about defending Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah, I thought we did pretty good. Yeah, he hit some tough shots. Yeah, it's going to happen. Holy cow. And seriously, say a prayer for the rest of this series if that is how this is going to go. If he's just going to come out and say, well, we'll be fighter next game. I realize a lot of this is in the microphone. Don't get too wrapped up in what he says. I, I'm telling you, I, I there wasn't anything I liked about that press conference that I just heard. Nothing. Not a single thing that I like about what I just heard there. Nothing. Maybe I'll like something better from what Chris Milton has to say. We're heading into the Bucks locker room to hear what the players saw on the court. Brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Go to granvillebusiness.org to see how your small business can be a part of it. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. All right. Now, Chris Middleton was the star of the game, I guess, for the Bucs. And again, as pointed out earlier, a majority of this came in the first half. But still, 12 of 24 from the floor, 4 of 8 from the three-point line, 28 points, 6 boards, 5 assists, couple of steals, 4 turnovers uh, for Middleton on the night. And uh, Chris Middleton talked after the basketball game tonight to the media on a Zoom call. Let's see what he had to say. Uh, Chris, you you got the assignment on Jimmy late in that fourth quarter. Just what do you think about how you guys execute? Obviously, he hit a bunch of shots, but thought they were tough shots. What did you think of the way you guys executed defensively? Yeah, he's some tough shots. He's a great player. 
um, definitely got to give credit to him at the end of the game for, you know, making plays for his teams and hit, making plays for his team and uh, hitting those shots in the end. Did you feel like, how did you feel about your defense? You were the one that had him most of the time. Do you think there's, a, you could have forced him a different way or done something differently? I mean, uh, the key is for defense is, uh, you know, one-on-one. So try to keep him in front and uh, make him miss. And obviously, uh, I didn't do that. Matt Velasquez. Yeah, Chris, as a team, you guys have 41 po points in the second half. Just what was so hard about getting the offense on track there after halftime? You know, they forced us to play a little bit slower late in the clock, um, you know, forced it to turn over. So I think that's something we can uh, look at film and um, figure out, you know, how to play our basketball without, you know, them clogging the paint up, them slowing us down offensively. Malika, go ahead. Bud just said that he thought that they threw a lot at Giannis and the people around him just have to help him a little bit more offensively. You were doing that. It's going to be the story over and over. What is your role in, in helping him out as Bud's talking about? I'm being me. I mean, um, you know, I'm being aggressive make plays for everybody, uh, including myself. I mean, uh, we've been seeing this all year. Um, Giannis has seen this all year, too. So, I mean, he did a great job of trusting us. And now we just got to make plays for him and try to make it easy on him also. Steve McGargy. It was early, but you had an 11 point lead, I think, pretty early. And then a lot of turnovers, and they were able to kind of make, barely could make it close there at late in the first half. What were they doing? Was it y'all's play that was causing the turnovers? Was it the way they were defending, or just what caused that little th that turn there in the second quarter? I think it was a little bit of both. Um, we got a little careless with the ball at times. Um, you know, they picked up their pressure some. That's, that's what great teams do in the playoffs um, or any game. Um, they find ways to get themselves back in the game, and that's exactly what they did. Eric Woodyard. Chris, how do you guys maintain that confidence? You guys obviously feel behind 0-1, first round, doing it again. How do you guys stay, you know, keep that confidence and not let it carry over and leak over the rest of the series? Because a lot of teams haven't been able to recover from that. We're never going to lose that confidence. Like you said, you know, we're down 0-1 against Magic. Um, last year, we were down 0-1 in the playoffs uh, against Boston. So, I mean, it's a long series. I mean, um, I don't think anybody, you know, expects to sweep a team in the playoffs. Um, it's going to be extremely tough. Um, so, um, I don't know what day we play. I don't know what today is. But um, next time we play, we got to bring it. Um, definitely. Kane Pittman. Hey, Chris. Uh, just for you, obviously, individually, the scoring, it was a good night for you. Brooke Lopez as well, particularly in the first half when Giannis had some foul trouble, you guys were able to really get going. I mean, how much confidence do you take from that? As you said, this is a long series. It's only one game. But what are the positives you take from tonight? Just trying to find a way to carry it over to the second half. Um, you know, I obviously didn't have that same impact scoring-wise or playmaking-wise. So um, I got to figure out what they changed or you know what they did or if it was just me, um, the way I was playing. Um, but that's something we all have to figure out. Um, so I think we're in a great position um, until late in the end. All right, there is Chris Middleton after the game. Let's hear a little bit of Giannis as well. Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, will join us coming up in the next segment as the Bucks lose tonight. And speaking of Chris Middleton, so uh, since we just got done playing Chris Middleton there, he is your MVP of the game. Find out what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado your local Chevy dealer, or at WisconsinDrivesChevy.com. Again, Chris Middleton, your Chevy MVB of the game in this one. Let's hear what Giannis had to say uh, with 18 points tonight and a horrible night at the free throw line. I'm sure that will be addressed at some point as well. Four of 12 from the line tonight for Giannis. 
as I said, we've done this before, but just what do you think specifically with that Heat defense? I just got to keep making the right play. Um, you know, keep playing good basketball, keep finding my teammates. Obviously, you know, they're going to try to build a wall uh, as much as possible. This game, the next game, uh, hold the whole series. So I got to keep making the right play. You know, um, would I want to be more aggressive? Obviously, you know, when you the game is over and you look at the stat sheet and you see 12 shots, you kind of wonder, uh, you know, why, you know, why they shoot more? Could I be more aggressive? But I think you now I'm just trying to make the right play. And uh, I was, uh, it was my mindset the whole game. And, you know, win or lose, you got to live with it. At Velasquez. Giannis, between, you know, free throws and turnovers and the physical defense they were playing, how do you keep yourself in the right kind of like mental frame of mind um, as you're kind of going through some of the, the challenges that they're throwing at you and that you're experiencing? Mm. So the question is, how do I stay mentally you know, focused? Yeah. This game or moving forward was a question. I didn't answer that question. Uh, just, just, you know, when, when things are going... Uh, against you, whether it's you know things that you're doing or things that they're doing, how do you kind of keep that right mental focus and, and frame of mind? You gotta understand, like you, you know, you play, you're playing basketball. Things don't always go, you know, uh, your way. You know, and uh, you gotta, you gotta live that. You know, um, all I'm trying to focus is win the game. You know, play well, play bad. You just gotta win the game. Obviously, we didn't win. Day we gotta go look at the tape, make the adjustment, get ready for uh, game two. But miss free throw, make free throw, turnover, no turnover. You know, I just gotta be me, be a basketball player, and um, that's what I did tonight, and that's what I'm gonna keep doing until uh, I retire. All right, so there is Giannis uh, from earlier tonight, uh, and look, I, I I get it. Like, you know, he's gonna be measured and whatever and we're going to adjust and we're going to do what we have to do and we're going to go from there okay fine i i understand how that's going to work totally get it uh, and i understand that uh, at the same time uh, you also have a situation where you have boonholzer after the game also being measured and not necessarily reacting in the way maybe we want him to react uh, at the end of the day i get that as well here is a, a look at Twitter, and again, brought to you by Yuppie and Abraham. Injured, call Yuppie and Abraham. Voted best, rated best year after year. Yuppie and Abraham. Visit Yuppie.com uh, today. Connect with them on Facebook and Twitter. And when you look at social media, social media all across the board is overreacting, right? Just like me on the radio. No different. And then there's Leroy Butler, who will be on the Wendy's Big Show again tomorrow. Fans, just some advice. Coaches, capital letters, don't react to games like we do. They are more measured in wins and losses. So, Bucks, it's a race to four games, not one. Good night. That is from Leroy Butler. This is the issue that I have, though. Our coach didn't react to the losses last year against the Raptors, and they lost. That See, that's my cause for concern. If there wasn't a knock on this dude for not making adjustments in playoff series, I wouldn't be nearly as concerned. But there is, therefore I'm concerned. Matt Velasquez in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel joins us next here on The Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, 
or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on The Fan. All right, Bucks come up on the losing end tonight to the Miami Heat, 115-104. to 28 points from Chris Middleton, 24 from Brooke Lopez. Giannis, 18 points, 10 boards, 9 assists. Story of the night, Jimmy Butler took over and nobody could stop him. Not that the Bucks did a whole bunch and really tried, but 40 points, 13-20 from the floor, 2-2 from three-point range, 12-13 from the line. And uh, th- that was curtains for the Milwaukee Bucks. 27 for Goran Dragic, uh, who just has been a buck killer forever anyhow. Uh, 27, 9 of 15 uh, from the field. 7 of 7 from the line. That apparently was good, listening to Booneholzer. Ah, we limited him pretty good to free throws. Okay. Uh, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline is Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Sparky. I can't tell you the last time I've been this mad about a Bucks game. But go ahead, tell me your thoughts on the game, and then uh, I'll tell you mine. Well, I think that there were a lot of things that happened when the Bucks lose that happened today. Um, and I guess the one outlier was, or maybe there were a couple outliers. I mean, Brooke Lopez played really well. Chris Milton, I thought, played uh, played well. He's offensively in the first half, yep. uh, tailed off toward the end. Um, the Bucks overall shot the three really well. Uh, again, a lot of that was front-loaded, but still uh, the numbers were really good. Um, but then when you get into the turnovers, uh, the missed free throws, especially by Giannis, um, you know, some unusual things like getting killed in the paint, killed on the boards. Um, yeah, and just, you know, it was a one point game with like five minutes left. And then Jimmy Butler happened and the Bucks had nothing. Uh, so there, there were a lot of those things that were happening. A lot of things that I think were consistent with, uh, what happened in game one against the Magic and what happened, you know, to some extent in game one against the Celtics forever ago, uh, in last year's playoffs. Um, you know, it's been five postseason series under Bud, and they've lost game one and three of them. Uh, That's kind of alarming, though, even though they won uh, the series the the first two times that happened. Uh, But it's still not great to to get off to to a series of loss. I'm uh, mad about the whole Giannis thing. Your MVP, uh, a back-to-back MVP, can't only take 12 shots and disappear on offense because he gets frustrated. It just can't happen. I mean, they, they run the same type of stuff at Kawhi, at LeBron, and all these other guys. I don't hear their coaches after games like Boonholzer going, well, guys around him have to make more plays for him. And then when Eric Name, your friend and mine, asked him about, hey, maybe maybe going downhill a little bit more. No, I think he made the right choice passing the ball a bunch. I think he did that right. I swear to God, Matt Velasquez, I'm going to lose my mind if I have to listen to another Boonholzer presser defending Giannis not being a factor. I mean, and that's what he's going to do, right? Like being, being the guy, he's not going to throw his guy under the bus. Yes, but he's what he should say, it, but look, this is my thing. Like you saw Jimmy Butler on Miami decide he was going to take over. In fact, Jimmy Butler after the game said, I told my guys, I'm not passing. Like, I, I don't think I can miss. So I'm not passing. This is how it's going to be. And then furthermore, I, I said on the air today, they did nothing to try and slow down Jimmy Butler in the last three or four minutes of that game. Nothing at all. And I said, how about putting Giannis on him? Or better yet, how about if Giannis raises his hand and says, hey, dude, I got him. I'm sick of this. I'll stop him myself if nobody else can. They ask Giannis after the game, but why would you ask me that question for? Why would I want to do that? Oh, my goodness. Come on, man. I mean, that type of yeah. stuff, you, you, 
He's got if he is their longest, quickest defender they have, and he doesn't know why he should want to go defend the best player on the other team. That's a problem. Yeah, and, you know, I think that you know when they and they're gonna sit there and look at tape, they're doing all that stuff. I mean, you don't need to look at tape to know that Giannis is the best guy to put on literally anyone, anybody. Right? Uh, and, and, and so you know, yes, those shots were tough. A lot of them are really tough. But that's what Jimmy Butler does. He makes tough shots. Correct. You, know you do you. You need to make them tougher. You need to make them get blocked. You need to make them so he just thinks twice as maybe I don't shoot it because I can't get it off consistently against Giannis. Like, I, I I don't know if that's something that they will switch to do or change to do uh, in the future. I, I looking at my crystal ball, I, I would say it's still very cloudy. Um, but you know, this is the kind of stuff where you know a lot of national people are going to say, oh well, Giannis is going to close it, right? Like, that's going to happen. For yes, a long time. Yep. It's going to happen. You know, because yes, he did have the ball in his hands some at the end of the game. And he didn't do much with it. You know, there were some turnovers. He had six turnovers in the game. Uh, the, the Bucks as a team had 19. A lot of them were live ball turnover, turnovers. A lot of them led to points. You know, Giannis also wasn't calling for it. He wasn't forcing the issue. And when he did force the issue, you know, it's not like he has uh, a ton of things that, that he can go to. He's not Jimmy Butler in the sense that he's going to take those contested, you know, you know mid-range pull jumpers. Or, Can't. Doesn't know, have the shot. Right. Yeah, and, and, like, you know, he has shown the ability to shoot some of those. Uh, but not not the same kind uh, of way that Jimmy Butler does. So, you know, if he's going to do it, he's going to need to be able to to go to the rim and play through contact. And if he gets fouled, he needs to make the free throws, right? Like, you know, four of 12 at the free throw line and, and missing, I think, like four in a row, one point in the first half and probably the same number, number in the Matt. second half or three. It, it's just like he he has to get into a rhythm and they never found one for him. This is the thing about the free throws. He's not going to get better in this series. It, it, he is who he is at the free throw line. So, like, to waste energy for all of us to go, well, he's got to shoot free throws better. Well, so did Shaq. But that never well, happened. He can't shoot 33%. Again. I, I, I agree. Mean, he, but he can take if, if more he, than if 12. He can make 8 out of 12. If he can make 8 out of 12 free throws, you know, it's not going to save the game. No. It, 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 is, it is going to save momentum at certain points. And, yes, he does need to shoot more. But he's got to take more than 12 shots. More. He can control Absolutely. taking more than 12 shots. Free throws, yeah, it is what can. it is at this point for me. Like, I, whatever. He, he's not very good. Fine. But you could take more than 12 dang shots. My concern about this is I'm not sure they can shoot much better from three than they did in this basketball game. And oh, no, they won't. Middleton scoring 28 and Brooke Lopez 24. I don't think that can be kept up game in and game out for the rest of the series either. Those are my concerns. So if, if Giannis can't get his average, I'm not asking Giannis to score 50. I'm not even asking for 40. But you at least got to get your average 30 every game for this team to have a fighting chance. Absolutely. And any game that he scores below 25, you're going to believe that the Bucks just don't have as good of a chance to win. Agreed. Like, that, that, that's just a fact, right? Like, he needs to be able to get, you know, in, into the, you know, mid to high 20s um, because that, that's what he is. He is the engine that drives this team. And, and so, you know, 12 shots, it, I don't think that's going to happen again. You know, I, I think that we've seen in the past games that Giannis has played where he hasn't put up numbers, where he hasn't put up shots, where he hasn't, you know, called his own number a bunch. And usually the next game he comes out and he does some stuff. Uh, so we'll see if he's able to do that. You know, he did call game two a you know a do or die game. I mean, going down two zero is is huge, uh, and no one wants to be in that hole. So I think the Bucks are going to have a you know a big test in front of them. And Giannis, you know, he's he's the number one guy who needs to be able to uh, rise to that challenge because as he goes, they go. The other thing, and all this, I with Matt Velasquez, the Milwaukee Journal, said on one more for you: uh, thirty-seven minutes for Giannis, thirty-seven minutes for Middleton, thirty-six for George Hill. Far and away, more Mets than they've seen all year. Okay, fine. 
But what about the bench? Corver did what he was supposed to do. What about everybody else? Yeah, Corver, if you take away that, that second quarter where he was a, a little bit of an abomination for a few minutes there, he was pretty good. But, you know, you're, you're getting you know, 21 minutes from, from Marvin Williams where sometimes it was good, sometimes it wasn't. There were some yep. tough stretches where, you know, Lopez had foul trouble and Giannis had foul trouble, and they're going with Marvin at the five, and, and the Heat just killed him inside during that stretch. And that, that's kind of not Marvin's fault. Like, that's not really the role that he is supposed to be in. Nope. Uh, you know, the Bucks need to figure out what they're going to do um, if they're in that situation again, or just find ways to not be in that situation again. You need to have Giannis or Brooke on the court. You know, and, and people might mention, oh, hey, well, Robin, he's big, yeah, but he's not Brooke. Like, it, it, he's a very different player. Um, he, he's not as good defensively. He, you know, he's had times where he's shot the ball uh, well offensively, but that, he's just very different. Um, and, and so the Bucks need to figure out how they want to, to handle that. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo is, has, has been rough in the, in the bubble. Um, and I think there's a reason why they didn't, you know, Bud chose not to start him today. He didn't play him very much. Usually when Bledsoe's hurt, it's Dante who goes in there. Uh, and that wasn't the case today. I, I think that he hasn't found his footing uh, down there. I got so excited when Mason came into the game. I was like, okay, finally, let's see if he can get hot and, and do something here. Two minutes gone. That was the end of him for the rest of the game. So that was just yeah, a tease. I mean, just don't put him in. Just don't go 10 deep. Just don't do right. what you've been doing. If you're going to play a guy two minutes, don't play him. Don't play him at like, all. Right. What was the point yeah. of that? Just tighten it up. Extend your other guys a little bit more. I mean, maybe things will be, I mean, I'm guessing things will be different whenever Bledsoe comes back, but we don't know if that hamstring strain, hamstring strain is the kind of thing that's going to keep him out just this one game or is going to keep him out longer. Well, I mean, when Bledsoe so plays, DiVincenzo should not. That should be the end of him and Mason. Uh, and then it's the benches, George Hill, Marvin Williams, Corver, and Connaughton, and that's it. I, I think that could be fine. I, I think if Dante is not going to be or, or show what he has shown you know, in the regular season, if he's going to be bubble Dante, uh, then, yeah, just don't play it because he, he's not providing enough of a boost at either end. Um, he's been generally a net negative on the, uh, you know, in the bubble, and you know, it, it's unfortunate cause, you know, because he has been a pretty good player and a contributor throughout the year, but you know, the playoffs are a whole different animal, and you can't, you can't mess around, uh, especially when you're down uh, one game to none. Uh, let's hope on Wednesday we're in better moods and we can talk about a win because if they lose again on Wednesday, I, oh, man. Because this is it. I, I said it earlier today, right? This isn't just a series to me. This is an organization shifting series, possibly, if they lose this series. Like, this could determine the next 10 to 15 years of this organization if them getting booted causes Giannis to say, ah, I'm going to wait on signing. If that happens, everything could potentially shift going forward. If they get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose, I think they're probably still okay. NBA Finals, for certain, they're probably okay. They get knocked out here. You just don't know how that will change his thinking, possibly. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's kind, of a, kind of a big deal, as they might say. Um, you know, he, he, you know, has tried to push all that talk off, push it off, push it off. But if the Bucks lose this series, that talk can't, can't get pushed off anymore. Um, and you know, a lot of it starts with him. Like we we discussed tonight, like he needs to be better. He needs to do more. You know, it's not just like everybody around him. He needs to to rise to the occasion. He is the MVP last year, and he will be the MVP this year. Like this, this is a series where they're really going to need him. And you know, it, it starts with game two, and and the Bucks really need him to show up in a, in a bigger way than the other guys to show up too. But Giannis needs to needs to be honest. All right, Matt Velasquez. Thanks so much. We'll talk again on Wednesday after the game, hopefully with better news.
All right. Um, I'll be there. All right. I'll be here, too. Very good. Have a good night. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion are growing your home, a Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And that will do it uh, for the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North, live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. Bucks lose tonight, 115-104. to 104. Lots and lots of Bucks heat talk tomorrow morning, starting with Ryan Horvat at 5 a.m. on the Bart Winkler pregame show. Then it's Bart Winkler himself who said he will not overreact no matter what happened tonight, tomorrow. So you hear calm, cool, collected Bart from 6 until 10. Uh, no guessing which way Bill Michaels will go from 10 until 2. And then hopefully I will be calmed down by tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock because we know Leroy will tell us there's nothing wrong and everything will be fine. And I'm going to have to try and maintain my composure. So we'll see how that goes tomorrow with Gary Leroy and myself. Enjoy the rest of your night. CBS Sports Radio, Zach Gelb Show. And then once this Brewers game is done, Tim Allen will jump in uh, for the uh, Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Toodles! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.